Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chrissy. I'm Paul Burkhart. And guys, get ready to exercise some daddy issues. Because <laughs> this week we're talking about Hades. <laughs> you practiced that, didn't you? Yeah, I came up with that on the spot. Very good. Steve, six years of podcasting, bro. Do you know I've probably done 500 plus, easily 500 plus podcasts at this point. No, I've, I thought of that. I think I thought of that while I was in the hospital. I think I had that in my back pocket for a little while chains jeans i said oh let me get it out of that back pocket and put it in this back pocket (laughs) i liked it (laughs) hey buddy we got a couple things let's hear it i want you to tell me i haven't asked you a lot about this because i wanted to save it for the podcast but there's you told me a story this week that i have been fascinated with (laughs) for the last few days and that's you and your two talking parrots. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm, I'm a courier by trade. and He's uh, a driver. He's a pilot. Yeah. So my bosses contacted me at about uh, 4 o'clock on Monday. And were like, we need you to, to go to the airport and pick up some cargo and take it to a couple different spots in the state. I was like, all right. So I get there and... They'd just given me like a number to uh-huh. give to the people. And so I give the lady the number and, and she's like, oh, you got in the birds. And I was like, okay, birds. <laughs> she proceeds to hand me like two kind of pet carriers with to- a talking parrot in each one. And so then I proceeded to drive these parrots to a pet co in one part of the state and then another part of the state. Oh, they, they didn't go together. They went to two mm-hmm. different stores. Yeah, two different stores. Oh. And I'll preface this by saying I had no idea what I was taking, and I'm not normally a I'm not really a big fan of the pro uh, you know the process of capturing birds and selling them, so I kind of feel the bad whole about it. But pet store thing, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a super big fan of it. So, um, hopefully it doesn't come up again. But um, you know, they didn't really talk on the trip. There was one point where they kind of woke up, uh-huh. and but they weren't saying anything. They were just kind of squawking a little back and well, forth. Well, maybe they weren't captured. Maybe they were like, you know, maybe like a nice parrot breeder lady. Maybe so. Bred these parrots and then waited till they were old enough to be adopted. I hope that's the case. But man, I don't like that they went to a pet co. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> Buddy, ever since you told me this story, I've had wild dreams of like 
how I want to turn this into a movie. <laughs> right. And so like, you know, the movie starts and I think you have to establish the character's job. So you go on a regular delivery job, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get the call and you show up and you pick up the birds. And while you're driving, they start talking in like uh, Italian mobster accents. <laughs> and then you realize that they hold the secret, some secret for the Italian mob. And then now you're getting chased by the mob. And you're and, you, and then the, it just keeps blowing up, and these parrots are talking shit the whole time. And there's like a real nice one and a real rude one. I you like know what it. I mean? This is a good idea. You should pitch this to Netflix. You know what? It's kind of the it's kind of the plot of the Mandalorian. Now that I think about it, <laughs> you get sent on a, a delivery job, and then you go and pick up it, and it's a cute something something. In this case, a couple of talking birds. Now the mobs after you because you don't want to make the bird delivery. Yeah. Uh, I can't be original to save my fucking life. Star Wars got a grip on me. God damn. <laughs> Don't forget the cannoli. What, what do you call this? Mo- two, two parrots, one Steve. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to think on it. I didn't realize we were pitching this as a movie. I, buddy, I've been fascinated. And then, so you told me that night. You were like, well, I had an interesting day. And I was like, hey, is everything okay? And you were like, no, I just had to deliver two talking parrots. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And then the next day I text you and tell you, like, I can't stop thinking about you riding around with those parrots in your car. And you sent me video of you in the car with them squawking in the back. I was like, how did you hold this? You're holding evidence? <laughs> I didn't know there was a video. <laughs> so... um, you have an update. Did we talk about it on the show? About how you and your wife have been playing through the Last of Us games? Yeah, I, I believe we, at one point I mentioned it. We finished the first game and the DLC and have moved on to the second game. Okay. First off, quickly, we're, we'll May- avoid spoilers, but what did she think of the first game? Oh, she she enjoyed it. Yeah. She was pretty shocked by the ending. Right. Um, You know, as... It, if you've played it, you probably know yeah. why. Um, so I think she was real interested to see how the next game was going to turn out. Now, she didn't know anything about the next game other than that you play as Ellie for most of it. Because right. she's seen me, she's just seen that. She right. Hadn't heard anything. But Yeah. So we played through about the first what, hour and a half okay. of, of The Last of Us 2. And there's a real shocking moment. Yeah. A moment that filled me with anger and rage. Reverberated throughout the game uh, uh, yeah. community at large. It's a big shocking moment. And I wanted to know what Cindy's react Because I know what my reaction was. Like I have, we were going to Texas the day that Last of Us 2 came out. And I stayed up late and played the first hour and a half or mm-hmm. two hours or whatever mm-hmm. before we left. And that's the note I left on for three days before we came back. You want to talk about stewing on something. Oof. So what was Cindy's reaction to? So I didn't want it to be like I was staring at her the whole time. So right. I was trying yeah, to play it cool. How annoying is that, right? right. When you're hanging out with somebody, and you're like, you got to watch this. And then and they just then stare at you the whole time. You yeah, see your reaction. Uh, yeah, I know so I'm just like, trying to watch the TV, like just playing it cool, like not trying to give away that anything is coming. Although, you know, at this point, horrible shit has already happened. Right. You know, and it's just going to get worse. So, But anyway, the thing happens and I and the camera cuts. And I kind of turn around and look at her, and she's just wide-eyed. And I was like, how do you feel right now? 
And she just looked at me and she goes, I'm kind of in shock. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting a glimpse into video games. I don't think she's like the writing that they do in some of these games. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like, and with the performances, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's no different from watching a movie now. Like you're seeing these performances, especially in the second one where the, the graphics are just so much, so much better we've come a long way from someone someone set us up the bomb you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean we've come quite a long way sure have it's it's just incredible so we're in for a long journey there and i mean as horrible as that part is there's more some more horrible shit coming <laughs> it's not, you, there's you can never accuse the last of us of being a feel-good hit of the summer no i mean you find pockets of of sunshine here and there but and it, that just makes the sadder sadder Oof. it is just there it's like how they call uh salt a flavor enhancer <laughs> those happy moments in the last of us games those are sadder enhancers man right. oh man i gotta tell you this too in the first game uh there's a part where a pretty major injury happens oh yeah you yep. know what i'm talking about yep and that part has literally made me sick to my stomach oh, when I, I play through it. it. Yeah. Like, I have vomited. No. Oh. Because it, they make you go on for so long with the injury. Like, it just gets buried into my brain, and it won't go anywhere until my body just decides to. And so, the last time, I was like, surely, I'm not going to do that again. I did. Like, so I, was like oh. I handed it to, handed the controller to my wife. I was just like, hold it up. <laughs> and went in the bathroom and threw up again. Bro. Bro. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm so weak-stomached. Man, especially when it comes to lower body injuries. So I was telling Steve, like, you know, I'm having to do these bandage changes on my knees, on my knee, not both. Uh, Before he came over today, he was like, hey, I'm going to head out in about 30. And I was like, look, I need some extra time. I got to do this bandage change. I'm once again going to spare you the gory details. But let's just say it's awful. And the reason I asked for extra time is so I could calm my shit down afterwards. (laughs) All right. So totally understand. I totally get watching something like that in a video game and it making you uncomfortable. Yeah, violence in realistic fashion sometimes get just makes me nauseous. Yeah, like I've seen UFC fights where people break things. Oh. That oh. has the same effect. Brutal. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, I can't wait to hear. Oh, you got to do. We got to do Cindy last of us two updates we will and we'll dance around them but for mm-hmm. people that know and and i you know what we did a last of us two episode on the blue harvest patreon well over a year ago maybe one day we'll I, revisit well i was wondering maybe like since it's been so long maybe we could put that up on the feed if we ever need yeah, that's a good idea need a week or something or we revisit which i'm totally fine maybe we, we could have cindy on for that that one yeah and we didn't talk about the first one so mm-hmm. we can start off with the first one because i do like those games <clears throat> you, okay you want to know something weird that i thought of before we get into hades daddy hades i was thinking the other day about how different the last generation of what well, <laughs> why are you laughing because i'm thinking about your daddy issues joke <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was like, this dude is zooted right now. No, no, I was laughing about the dead. Okay, so comparing sort of the 360 PlayStation 3 era of uh, game releases to the the last generation, the Xbox One, PlayStation 4. This is what I mean, right? 
on the place on the Xbox 360, we got Halo 3, ODST, Reach, and Halo 4. That's four mainline Halo entries. Also, Halo Wars, if you want to count that. That's five. On the Xbox One, we got Halo 5! <laughs> We did get the Master Chief Collection, although that really wasn't... Halo 5! (laughs) I mean new games, Steve. Master Chief Collection is amazing. I mean new entries in the franchise. Halo 5, Halo Wars 2. Okay? On the 360, we got Mass Effect 1, 2, 3. Dragon Age 1, 2, and I believe 3 also came out on the 360, although I played it on the Xbox One. On the Xbox One, we got Mass Effect Andromeda and Dragon Age Inquisition, which was really good. You see what I'm saying? The How little... It's shrunk so much. Am I, what I'm saying making sense here? Yeah. Or am I too zooted? It, no, it totally makes sense. And it just wonders. It just wonder if the games were starting to just bloat themselves into ridiculous. I think it's probably it. Because they just kept feeling the need to have, I guess, more, you know, when yeah. they didn't need it. I don't know, because then uh, Gears of War. We got the entire Gears of War trilogy Trilogy. and Judgment. Two Gears of War games on Xbox One. It actually fared a little better than the other Mm -hmm. franchises. Like, why is the time stretch? I'm I'm becoming very aware of my mortality, Steve. And, like, they need to hurry this shit up if I'm going to play all these games and these franchises I want. I know. I do feel like... We got two Grand Theft Auto games in that generation. We got four, five, and Red Dead Redemption. We got... Hey, we've gotten a Grand Theft Auto every generation since. No. (laughs) No, we have not. We haven't gotten a single new Grand Theft Auto, and we got Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay, yes, it's a fucking masterstroke. I get it. But still, what what are you guys doing? I'm not going to be around long enough to play Grand Theft Auto 7. 6 might be my last Grand Theft Auto, Steve. <laughs> whenever it no comes way. out. No way. Grand Theft Auto 10. In the year 3000. We need that singularity to happen. Okay, 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 hold on. Are you ready? On the PlayStation 3, Uncharted. Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3, The Last of Us. I feel like I'm missing one. No. Then Uncharted 4 and The Last of Us 2 and that that smaller Uncharted game on the PlayStation 4. You see what I'm saying? Counterpoint. Hmm. Xbox One, PlayStation 4 generation. Mm -hmm. Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne. Sekiro. You're not wrong. But I also feel like on the 360, one and two on Dark Souls came out on 360, right? You're right. It did. It right. was. A, you're right. It so, was 2011. So that but one, even still. Which, by the way, when this comes out, it's like two days after the 10th anniversary of Dark Souls. So isn't that out. crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. So even if you eliminate that. You're right. Dark Souls 2 was. Uh, you would still have Dark on, Souls 3. Was on the 360 as well. What, now that I think about it. Okay. Yeah, so that one was split, spread out a little bit over, over yeah. more generations. I see. Um, but even still. The I didn't from, get into them until the Xbox One era, so yeah. as far as I'm concerned. The From the from output has been good. Mm-hmm. They've been consistent. You've been eaten but... if, you, if you like From games. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, God. I mean, Elden Ring isn't that far off. I know. <sighs> I can't fucking wait for that. <laughs> I, I It was uh, just... I don't know what made me start thinking of it the other day. It's just like... Why has it slowed down between releases in these big games so much? Obviously, Halo Infinite has had its issues in development. That's going to be part of it, you know? But just kind of bums me out. I could be playing like Mass Effect 7 right now if BioWare would have had their shit together. And now it's one of those do or die situations where the next Mass Effect that comes out has to be the Mona fucking Lisa of Mass Effect games or else it's going to be the end of the franchise. They don't have, they can't fuck it up another time. (laughs) The Mona fucking Lisa. That's what it, that's what your ship's going to be called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, if they let me name my own ship and then that, yeah. I hope they let you name your own ship. <laughs> All right. So, um, I guess we should move on to talking about Hades. Let's do it. Hades is a game that a million podcasts <laughs> have been made about. It's a game that's been nominated for a ton of awards. And me and Steve, we just got to it. Yeah, we're waiting for the console release. Yep. Like true heroes. Waiting it out. Hold. Hold. (laughs) That's right. But it was on Game Pass, so, you know, we got that $25 game for free. You know what I'm saying? Quote, unquote, free. Quote, unquote, free. Um, Man, this is a game that I was watching with great interest. Like Palpatine watched young Anakin Skywalker's career. (laughs) All right. Because I like the studio Supergiant. And I say that really only having experience with Bastion. Mm-hmm. I played Bastion. We talked about it. It was one of those like Xbox Summer of Arcade highlight games. Like where ahead of time when we would be talking about the schedule, I'd be like, Bastion is I one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Bastion was really cool. And then I never played Transistor or Man. Pyre. Pyre, I didn't care for at all. And uh, Transistor was okay, but not great. So, but then seeing Hades and how they did like the reveal, and then they ticked everybody off by making it a Epic Game Store exclusive. Which was <laughs> why be mad about that? It's whatever. Um, and then there's a I would recommend anybody that likes this game or anybody who's in, even interested in this game. There is a multi-part documentary series on the youtube channel no clip they're professionally done documentary video game documentaries i recommended the final fantasy 14 one to you back in the day mm-hmm. when we were playing that they did a <clears throat> series of documentaries where they followed them from before the announcement to current day like they updated it a couple times a year really good i'll have to check that out that sounds cool and it's like deep dives into the writing of the music and the art design like they do a really good job and then of course they have to cover the whole pandemic of it all when everybody has to go to working from home and stuff it's really neat so i recommend it yeah super giant (laughs) studios uh this is by far their best game to me i got into kind of the roguelike genre Mm -hmm. uh, you know before and kind of went off the deep end and i was doing a lot of googling and what's the best one and a lot of people were like oh hades is great but it was still i think in early access on pc yes. at the time so i couldn't play it i think it eventually came out on the switch but mm-hmm. my uh my wife has the switch all the time i didn't want to 
bother her with that. So yeah. I just kind of waited until it came out on the Xbox. It's worth the wait. It's really, yeah. really good game. Snappy controls. And what's been interesting about this game has been to see its different stages of life. Because I remember when it first released in early access, seeing people being like, it's really cool. And then as it would get updates, there would be like this groundswell of people talking about playing it on PC. And then that died down for a little bit. Then it comes out on Switch. And then once again, the conversation on it starts again and you see people talking about how cool Hades is. Mm -hmm. And then that dies down and it gets released to the PlayStation and the Xbox. And now it's straight back again. People talking about it's been a really impressive way that they like if that's been on purpose. I think that's an impressive promotion thing because it's been pretty impactful. And like I said, it's been nominated for a ton of awards, Game of the Year nominations all over the place. Yeah, it has. In almost all Game of the Years, it was like top five. Mm -hmm. Or it was in the conversation with, what was it, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us 2. Final Fantasy remake. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you'd see that one come up. But Mm -hmm. I feel like... (laughs) <laughs> the three constants are actually there. I feel like there were four constants uh, last year. It was Hades, Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, and Doom Eternal. There you go. You're right. Yep. Which is an excellent game. And then sometimes you would see like the fifth be rounded out by Final Fantasy 7 Remake or whatever. Animal Crossing was also. That's right. Animal popping Crossing up in there quite was absolutely in the top there as it should, should <laughs> so, have been. Explain Hades, if people don't know what a roguelike is, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's kind of complicated. Like, the entire structure of Hades is slightly complicated to explain. But just now, on its on its basic level, yes, you're just running through a series of rooms which are, like, populated with enemies. And when you kill all the enemies, you have a choice of a couple of ways to go mm-hmm. and various rewards that you earn in each room. Mm-hmm. And if you die, you go all the way back to the beginning and start and all, start the, way all the way over with, with all upgrades you've gotten gone. Mm-hmm. However, you can unlock things throughout your runs that kind of carry over yes. in between. And that helps make the game a little easier on progressive runs. Yeah. So there is sort of a RPG level mm-hmm. up, uh, element to it it's not like your traditional stat tree where you'd be going and putting points and strength or right. buying new skills but you have passive aspects that you can upgrade through this currency called darkness mm-hmm. so you go on a hades run right and you start off you go into your first room you kill everything you get a, a reward right and then like steve said you have two different choices typically sometimes it'll only be one mm-hmm. sometimes they might throw three at you but you'll be looking, and there'll be a symbol on each door that kind of tells you what the reward for the next clearing the next room is. And then those rewards have a huge range. Right. And right? We, should, we should probably talk about just kind of the conceit of Hades being yes. that you're like the son of, of Hades. Hades and one of his... Is, it's not his... Is it his wife? Nyx? <sighs> so that's the thing. I don't even know... Can you? I don't really know that I could spoil much of Hades. Like the story no. is good and it's compelling, but it's like fairly simple. Also, yeah, it's like just set against in this Greek mythology. Your 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 Hades son Zagreus trying to escape from hell mm-hmm. from hate from right right, and you have um, f- four 
levels that you have to escape and mm-hmm. with a boss at the end of each level. And as you go, you're getting boons from these other gods. Gods from, from Olympus. Greek mythology, like Dionysus, Athena. Zeus. Zeus yeah, um, Poseidon. Yeah. You know, they're all giving you powers throughout your run. Right. And so you'll... You'll see a, a a symbol on a door, and it might be Poseidon's symbol. You go through that door, you clear the room of enemies, then Poseidon shows up and he says, hey, take this, take a, one of these three boons, and you get a choice of three. Mm-hmm. And then those boons can't, are random. They have like something crazy, like 20 or 30 that they can offer right, you. Right, there's a bunch. Yeah, and then randomly they'll offer you these three. Right, and they have rarity levels, kind of yes. like... Um, An MMO. Right, yeah, so you have, like, your basic ones are just gray. Your and then they'll rare be green ones are blue. Or blue, and then purple. Purple, there's, like, even legendary. levels past that. Yep. There's two, yeah, there's, like, epic and legendary. There's there's lots of tiers to it. Yeah. There's even stuff where you can combine. Have you done any of the yeah, duo Oh, yeah, the stuff? duo perks. Yeah. The mm-hmm. du- yes. Where you can get, like, you'll say you get, like, a perk from Zeus, and later on you you meet Athena, and she's like, oh, I see Zeus has been, you've been hanging out with him. Well, he and I had this thing we used to do back in the day, and she gives you an option to take a, a combo perk. power, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty awesome. And what's what I like about, the, uh, about Hades, um, especially for the way I play, we'll get it. There's so, I, I feel like, this is going to be a game we talk more about mechanically than story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think the the story is cool. And I'll tell you, there's a thin veneer of horniness on this story, too. <laughs> like, even in just in the artwork and the depictions of all the different gods. You know what I mean? Um, But I like going through a run. And now that I've played so many runs, um, knowing, like, Oh, specific boons I would like to get or specific perks or whatever. You know what I mean? So I'll be running through and I'll see a Zeus symbol and I'll be like, ooh, maybe I want that move from Zeus that when I dash, it hits everybody around me with lightning bolts. Which is sick. Ooh, or maybe if he doesn't offer me that, maybe he'll offer me the move where I do my attack and then lightning bounces from the first guy to all the other guys around him, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm going through that zoo store. I like that about this game. Same. And also you get choices of what weapon to use as well. So you start with just kind of like a sword. Right. That is like just close combat. You have like a regular attack. You also have a special attack Mm -hmm. if you hit the Y button on the Xbox, which, what is it for the sword? Uh, He likes... Is it like the power strike? uh, Strikes the ground. Yeah. Boom. And you also have a dodge, mm-hmm. like a dash, a dash button. And while you are dashing, you are invincible. You know, right? So yes. like you mm-hmm. can't get, but your dash has limit. You can't just spam it. Right. There's a little bit of tiny cooldown, and you can even upgrade to where you have less of a cooldown. To where you can do two in a row, and or, then yeah. there's a cooldown. Um, but the the dash is very important. It in, is in that game. Yes. In the in fact, the first level kind of lets you spam that dash as much as you want without too much consequence like mm-hmm. i think i don't think you can fall off no in the first level whereas like in the second level they kind of start taking yeah that, that i can't wait to talk about how the levels progress mm-hmm. and and like how they change the gameplay from level to level i have not gotten past the third level you've you've gotten to hades several times but i haven't beaten hades so once again guys we're far from experts in this game right you know we just like it a lot we just like it a lot <laughs> So, okay, there's the sword, and then I think the next one that sort of comes available to you is the bow. 
and the bow is exactly what it sounds like. You got a regular shot, you got like a spread shot. Uh, initially, I didn't like the bow. The first time I played with the bow, I was like, "Well, I will not be using the bow." I kind of liked it, but at the I was like, at the end of the day, a spear is cooler. Well, okay, so I eventually did a run because there's this whole system where every time you beat a boss the first time with a with a weapon, you get a unique reward either titan, titan blood. blood or diamonds or ambrosia but and, and every time you beat them after that they don't give you that reward unless you change to a weapon you haven't beaten them with so i was going through trying to beat them all with the different weapons right and i went on a crazy run with the bow got some really good powerful upgrades and stuff i kind of changed into digging the bow yeah, quite a bit i think it's actually it's kind of good like that's one thing i liked about the spear was that it gives you the option to fight normally and to throw it, whereas yes. the bow is almost completely exclusively ranged. Yes. But now, it's still powerful because you can like get shots with the bow where it like just hits like four people at once. Well, and, and you can also there's the charge mm-hmm. and when it uh, it, it does oh, yeah. like a flash, you let go and it does a power shot. That's what I mean. Yeah, the yeah. power shot which now, I loved. You've mentioned it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> the spear of in, in my opinion, the best weapon in the game, and I believe Steve agrees, is the spear. Yeah, it's definitely the one I've used the most. Oh, for sure. me too. I'd be annihilating <laughs> with that spear. It looks exactly like the spear of Longinus from Evangelion too. It doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't <laughs> hurt. Um, and you want to talk about preferred upgrades for something in this game? I have a, a spear build that if I can get all the perks I want with it, boy do i like playing that what's one of your favorite perks okay so if i i've got alternates so what i like to do uh for my dash move i like to have either the zeus one i was talking about or i also like the poseidon one the poseidon one has like waves that go out and push people away Mm -hmm. that one's pretty cool i'll say as far as dash goes i like the athena one which makes you uh, deflects those are cool too it goes back and i like the defensive dashes too um so I like to get that. I like to get a specific spear upgrade because there's like the hammers. Which is not necessarily like a boon of the gods. It's, it's just, just like an upgrade to your weapon. A mechanical upgrade almost, yeah. The one I like to get, maybe controversial, is the one that increases your attack speed on your irregular attack. Because hmm. you hold it down. Now, you know what it does? It takes away the spin move, the well, charge-up spin move. I never hardly ever used the charge-up spin Me neither. Move. And, buddy, I'm telling you, I'll get that spear upgrade, and then I'll get, like, some regular attack upgrades, like maybe the one that causes lightning damage with Zeus or so on and so forth. And I just hold down X and murder in this game, buddy. I like the one that gives you almost like, it makes it almost like a trident. You know, it's Oh, that it does the three. three. I like yeah. that one, too. It's good you, crowd control. Combine that with the super fast upgrade, too. Oof, I haven't done that. It's real fun. It's nice. It's good and fun. I like to buff the throw, though, with the spear because uh, the way damage works in this game, you hit, you can hit somebody in the front and it does damage, but if you hit them in the back, it does a back, it gives you a backstab modifier. So it's basically a critical. Right. So when you throw the spear, you tap the button to throw it, and then you hit the button again and it comes back to your hand going right through the enemy you just threw it at. And it does a backstab, so mm-hmm. you get extra damage. So buffing that 
with the right kind of upgrade is really good, including one that gives you like a one in two chance to, to crit. So it's backstab damage and, and crit, which it's when you nasty. fight some of the boss, like the early boss, like you mm-hmm. can see the chunks of health going off. It's always yeah. gratifying, but <clears throat> yeah, that's, um, that spear is nasty. It, I nine times out of 10, when I fought Hades, it's been with that spear. Mm-hmm. The other time it was with the bow. Yeah. I haven't fooled with much else. Uh, I just I've just stuck with the spear at this point. So I've messed with all of them at this point. Um, so after the spear, there's the shield, which kind of turns you into Zagreus, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, yeah, it's a shield. <laughs> you throw it; it'll bounce off walls. You can do a rush with it. Not my favorite. Um, I did try the gun. Or the, whatever, gun the gun is interesting. It's kind of cool. It, I feel like it needed a bigger clip, but. That might be an upgrade. You're probably get. right. You know yeah, what I, I mean? did one little run with it. Yeah, the gun is one that I'm going to experiment with because I think it's silly. Mm-hmm. That there's yeah. a, and the fact that there's a, a reload mechanic that's only present when you're playing with the gun, I appreciate that attention to detail. That's very cool, yeah. You know what I mean? Just differentiate. once again, they could have just made that like a shorter ranged bow and not worried about ammo and all that and add that gameplay wrinkle into it so i appreciate that there's also like i think brass knuckles where yeah, gauntlets can, gauntlets that's it yeah where you i've can just used run those up and get in people's faces those are kind of fun i mean i've beat a few of the bosses with all of them for like i said for those rewards but the the um the gauntlets are kind of fun cool yeah the the weapon variety is nice i want to say there's like six seven uh, okay sword bow Spear, gun, shield, uh, gauntlet, six. Okay, yeah. And uh, once you unlock all of them, that's when it lets you start doing the upgrade paths. You can't do that until you unlock every right. weapon. So then you got you to do that. You have different aspects where you can morph your spear into like the spear of Achilles mm-hmm. or the spear of Poseidon, and they'll have like special properties for those aspects of that weapon changes how it looks too it does change how it looks which is a nice little touch very cool yeah Yeah. um i really enjoy that little attention to detail me too change like tiny little details on the weapons oh come on dude do you do you remember the first time you ever played a game where the cutscene reflected the outfit your character was wearing in the game couldn't tell me nothing are you know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? And now if they don't do that in a game, I get incensed. Angry. It's lazy at this point. I know. because the, Oh, my God, Steve. This is why it's taken so long for these franchises to make new entries. Because they got to do so many cutscenes <laughs> with your outfit like it is in the actual game. <laughs> I just figured it out. Um. So yeah, I like the different weapon aspects, although I haven't messed with them so much because the Titan's blood that you need to upgrade those different versions of the spears pretty rare. is pretty rare, and I don't want to pick the wrong thing. I know. So I haven't messed <laughs> with it yet. Want. And then there's like, I haven't unlocked the bottom row, so I have two options for my spear, and then there's another one that says this isn't available yet or whatever. And I, I can't spend my Titan blood, Steve, until I know what that last option is. Because <laughs> what if it's the Spear of Tool? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, turn Zagreus into Adam Jones. Or <laughs> turn him into Ava Unit 1. <laughs> no, man. I Zagri Ava. Oh, my God. Okay. But so to unlock these weapons, 
you have to unlock you have to get keys which you get on your runs mm. they're like a um a, yes. a choice you can do to clear the room one of the rewards keys. for a, a room can be a key right um and there's also other uses for those keys like mm -hmm. it's not just to unlock the weapons there's also um another layer of the onion where you have a mirror in your room mm -hmm. which is your upgrade your kind of personal upgrade mirror Permanent we talked upgrades. about it earlier yeah. it's, it's not like strength or dex no, or it'll be things like your backstab um, damage gets better by 10%. Or you do more damage to undamaged enemies right. by 10%. Or the best one, if you die, you get to come back to life. It's called a death defiance. Death defied. Yeah. yeah. And and you can... I th at this point, I think I have three of them. I have four because I'm using a charm that gives me the four. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's. The, we'll talk so about I that in a bit. Yeah. There's, but there's kind of a gate on what they'll let you get, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you, like at first, you can only have one death defiance, right? Uh, but but then, getting that one death defiance greatly increases your runs. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it now it. you can die and keep going. Mm -hmm. When you have four, it <laughs> really stretches you out. Really right? stretches. The you runs out. take some time. Yeah, but you hold on to those death defiances. That's what Hades. End. What Hades has become <laughs> for me now is. How long? How far can I get before I use a death defiance? Right. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? There's another thing you can upgrade in that mirror as well, where um, when you finish a room and you go to another room, it'll restore a uh, hit point, or, a or single hit point. You can upgrade it to three, mm -hmm. and that helps. So, like, if you take a hit in a room, which can be super frustrating if it happens early, mm -hmm. like it's almost. It's almost like, ugh, fuck it. Should start I wish I over. didn't have four death defiances because it's going to take me three years to get myself killed. Exactly. Yeah. Gosh, I just screwed it all. But uh, that's a nice little perk uh, to help keep you going healing wise because there's not a lot of healing that mm -hmm. goes on in these runs. There's not like there there are maybe an oasis of life that you can run into. Right. And then there's, of course, the rooms where you can buy upgrade health. your health or buy food or, from Char. Right. There's, Charin. There are some there are some options for it, but they're few and far between, I would say. Can I make a personal slight aside mm -hmm. that I love that the health pickups in this game <laughs> are burgers food. and fries? There's <laughs> just so much like, see, there's just so many things that keep popping up when we yeah. talk about things. It's like, oh, you can buy food. Yeah, yeah. you can buy food. There's like a little shop that you can visit in the runs where you have gold, of course, that you've earned throughout your runs. And you can spend some of that for boons of the gods or food to get some health back. Maximum health upgrades. Exactly. It'll add like 25 like to your maximum health bar. Yeah, man. <laughs> the So the keys, I think you're right. The two main focuses, as far as I've seen, are unlocking different levels of your mirror so you can do permanent upgrades and unlocking weapons. Past that... Right now, I don't even go after keys anymore, really. Right, yeah. Once you get to a certain point of playing, they're kind of, I think, pointless. There's there's yet another thing, though, where it's the um, building upgrades. Okay. So another one of the things, the <laughs> another... rewards that you can get are gemstones. There you go, gemstones. So you, boom, you run into a room, you clear it. Your two options are you could either go get a key or you could go get some gemstones. And gemstones are a... Uh, currency that's mainly used for building upgrades. Right. Cosmetic it's, building upgrades. Most of the them Muslim. are cosmetic, but there are some that are that useful. Perks. Like, yes. Like one of them at, like unlocks an oasis in the first level mm -hmm. where you can get some health back if you're lucky to run into it. 
um some of them give one of them gives you um urns that you can break during mm-hmm. your run that and give you give gold. gold right so there's a few of them they're not a ton but there's a few of them in there yeah. that give you actually substantial things to shoot for but a lot of it is also cosmetic like buying a dog for the sweet puppy with a bed, a bed for, for the sweet puppy buddy, yeah, sorry dog the first thing i saved up gemstones <laughs> To buy him the fanciest bed available. That was the first thing I bought for Cerberus, I think I petted him on my first 12 or 13 runs. There's an achievement for petting him 10 times. They know. I pet him. I still pet him. (laughs) The minute I die and come back, I immediately run up and pet Cerberus if he's there. (laughs) He's really impressive looking. Big red. I like that they they knew, man, you got to be able to pet this big three-headed puppy. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, the gemstones are cool. You, uh, I kind of want to fire up Hades and show you my place now. Oh yeah, I haven't done any redecorating. Oh, Steve, <laughs> buddy, better homes and gardens. Burkhardt is what you should call me. <laughs> I've been hanging skeletal laurels and laying down rugs and putting out shit in the lounge. Ooh, my shit looks. I got a liar in my room, Steve, that I can oh, play. Oh, nice, big awesome. harp. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, so there's tons of little things you can do like that that just keeps you interested. And there's, you know, all the stuff in that is it kind of you have to save up for them. You know, it doesn't doesn't take it's not easy to. No, it is not. Have you ever gone on a Hades run like a a farming Hades run where you're like, I'm just going to go and try and get as much darkness as I can. Upgrade crystals or as many keys as I can get Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I'll always take those routes. And yeah, I've done that several times just to unlock. Even something as stupid as like a cosmetic thing. I'll be like, oh, I'm got to have it. 30 gems away from this really cool thing. I'm, I'm going to go on a gems run real quick. Yeah. I've definitely done that. And so eventually on each of these levels, you'll run into a boss room. Yes. So you start off, um, your first level is kind of dungeon-y, wouldn't you say? Feeling? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, 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 and you're ascending out of hell, basically. Mm-hmm. So... You're sort of in the dungeons of hell. Is it, like, is it? It's not Tartarus. Is it tar- Tartarus, or is that the second level? I think that's the second one, and then Elysium is the third. Think, um, okay, but there's only four levels. At, no, Tartarus is the first one. Asvidel is the there second you go. Asvidel one. Asvidel is the fire one. Yes, and then the. Um, yeah. And so you come to a boss. Sometimes there will be a mid boss. Oh, there usually is either a mid boss like a a middle level boss or some sort of weird challenge mm-hmm. like the barge of death in the second right world. that goes for all the levels they'll yes. have like a weird little mid mid run encounter that's a little different from your normal just smash and grabs or whatever right um and then you'll get to the last the boss of the first level and <clears throat> these boss fights are tough but the, i like that they're tough but they're also you can put the time in to learn them. Right. You have to you have to be patient, which yes. is the thing I've learned from Dark Souls in these fights. You just you can't rush it. Right. You got to take your time cuz there's times when you're not supposed to be hitting the boss. You're just kind of supposed to be running away yes. like when they're doing the big area of effect attacks and um it took me a while and I think it's supposed to take you a while to beat that first boss. Yeah. You know, there's only four bosses in the game, so they have to although We'll get into it in a second. There's some variety in there, too. Yeah. So, like, you fight the first boss, and it's the Fury, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, she's super quick. But you can learn her pattern. Like, that's the key to fighting. And, like you said, learning when not to attack her. And then she'll call in 
uh, lesser enemies that ads, you, yeah. ads that you should take care of. Um, and then you beat that boss, but you know, if you die, like, okay, you beat the boss of the first, you go up to the second level. If you die there, <laughs> I just want to stress that you got to refight that first boss every time. Uh-huh. Yep. Like, so there is no like, okay, I've killed every boss up to the last boss. It's a shortcut. Super, no, I'm going to take the ladder. No, nope. no, you got to go back and kill the clear the entire first level, fight the boss. boss. And then go into the second. Et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And it's, it feels like, sometimes it feels like a battle of inches where you're like, oh, okay, I got a little further than the last time. Or I got, mm-hmm. oh, I had a really good run and I almost got to the second boss. And it just keeps increasing, increasing, increasing. To where now, if I don't make it to the last boss, rage. <laughs> That's how I used to, I'm used to making it to him and not being able to beat the last boss. Nice. You're you're much better at this than I am. I have trouble getting past the second boss still. The Hydra just I I screw it up every time. Okay. Let's talk about that second level. <laughs> so yeah. you hit the second Okay, your first level, you've been dashing everywhere. Like they might as well call you dash. You know what I mean? Dashing, stabbing, shooting, whatever you're doing, right? Then you get to the second level, and they're like, hey, you know that dash move you like so much? You got hooked on it. Calm your ass down, because we are about to put in some some variety that's not going to be... So it's now you're in like the pit, the lake of fire hell. It's the fire level. So there are areas, you'll be on islands, that if you dash, you'll end up in the lava, and it does damage. Yeah, and you sometimes have to dash across mm-hmm. to get, you know, there's these lava spots. And, yeah, you don't want to end up in... There's lots of them, too. You right. have to be careful. You basically, at that point, can't just dash it at random. Right. They, it, they take you into that second level, and then they really... It, like, the way it progresses seems like it's really trying to get you to tighten up mm-hmm. yep. your control and how much you dash and where you attack. That's instead absolutely of being, it. They're getting a little more precise with Yeah, their instead movements. of being, like, a total berserker mm-hmm. like you could be in the first level. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, the that level, because it reminded me of the Poison Swamp and Demon Souls. Because where I had, like, you know what I mean? I had this way that I played Demon Souls. And I was doing good, buddy. And then I went to that fucking poison swamp and I was like, this is the exact thing that negates how I play Demon Souls. You know what I mean? Because I was rolling a lot. <laughs> yeah, you can't really do that in that second and level. You cannot do your dash a whole lot in this second level. Yeah. And it, it takes it a while to trouble. get used to. But with, you know, a. And while the enemy is not going to just jump into the lava, you can use that to your advantage, especially with like mm-hmm. the Poseidon dash. Yeah, and push them into the lava exactly. and do damage yeah, to them do, too. They'll do damage to them. And man, the mid boss, there's a mid boss fight in that level where you're fighting a Medusa head. I and, fucking hate. I hate that oh, mid boss fight more than with the, most. With the boulder that's trying to drop on you while she's yeah. trying to put you to stone. That thing makes me want to pull my hair out. Ugh. I hate that mid-boss fight. Me crazy. I would rather fight the Bone Hydra again than, than <laughs> that thing, dude. Yeah, I'd There's... rather fight on the barge, which I think is also one you can get on that level. I'd rather yes. do that. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, and then you fight the Bone Hydra, and the Bone Hydra is this big. Sounds like the Bone Hydra, yeah. and it's, it's got a main head that you can attack for a period of time, 
and then it summons all its other heads. And then you have to go kill all of those. Yeah, he goes invincible until you kill all the other heads. And then you can attack him again, and then he'll summon them again. So it's that sort of... Right, it's not too bad until the third phase when he starts shooting out the these really fast stream of projectiles yes and you have to really be on top of your dashing and yes and, and at that point if you're not he's gonna jack you up and he tends to jack me up oh. and then you get to elysium and elysium is <sighs> so frustrating yeah elysium i've only been to a couple of times and it is hard Okay, so the whole conceit behind Elysium, the enemies that you have to kill, so they're these, like, I guess the the idea is that they're the banished souls of old warriors, right? So you'll have guys that have swords, you'll have guys that have bows, you'll have guys that have spears. And you kill them, and then when they die, this little orb goes floating away towards their weapon. And if that orb makes it back to the weapon that they drop, they re-resurrect and you have to fight them all over again. So you got to kill the guys and then dispatch their orbs really right. quickly. Or they'll, they'll just regenerate and you got to do the whole thing over and again. I t- this is where I start taking so much damage mm-hmm. and where I start worrying about my death defiances or death defieds. And man, I thought I wouldn't get as... Like when I first got into it, I was like, well, at least it's not the fire level. Ooh, you want to talk about getting frustrated on some <laughs> levels sometimes. Elysium will do it. I bet. And the mid-bosses, sick. <laughs> and the last boss, sucks so bad. What's the last boss in that one? The last boss is two guys. It's a guy who has this, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's got a, a spear and a shield. And the fucking Minotaur. And so the Minotaur is all in your face. He's like trying to do close combat. And the other guy is throwing his spear at you while the Minotaur is chasing you around. Nice. And they each have separate health bars. Sounds like the Ornstein and Smo fight from Dark Souls. It chaps my ass, Steve. <laughs> and then sometimes you can get the Minotaur by himself as a mid-boss. Ooh. So you got to fight him and then fight him again at the end. Yikes. Fuck me, man. (sighs) Now, as we're talking about this, I forgot the special characters you can meet. Mm. Yeah, there's there's one in each level, right? One in each level. In the first level, you can meet Sisyphus. And he's like the big boulder. He's supposed to be – he's like taking a break from pushing it. And you can talk to him, and he'll give you three options. One is like he'll heal you. One is he'll give you some gems, and one is he'll give you some darkness. Pretty nice, you know, thing that you can find, because it's always sort of towards the end of that level run, too. Mm-hmm. And the second one, it's a lady. She's like, uh, she's a singer. She's one singer. of the muses, maybe? Yeah, and she offers you, her upgrades she Pretty offers good. are really cool. Yeah, she upgrades your, um, boons. your boons or your, like, there's... Like three random boons just get upgraded to the next rarity level. Yep, or, or five get the next numbered level. And I can't remember what her third is, but they're really solid. Mm-hmm. The guy you meet in the third one, he offers you a refill, a refill on all your death defies. 
That's one of the ones he offers you. So I've gotten to that dude, had one death defied left, got them all refilled, and I was like, baby, we've beaten the game. <laughs> baby, we've beaten the game tonight. And I used every one of those death defieds on the boss in the third, at the, oh, end, of, at the end of the third one. Bummer. Came into the last boss limping. No death defieds, 30 health. So is there a fourth level or is it just Hades? There is a fourth level. <clears throat> the fourth level you come out and it's the bridge to the to Earth or what or like to the overworld. And Cerberus is sitting there, bro. And it's and you're like, oh no, am I gonna have to fight Cerberus? I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> but no, what you have to do is you have to go through a maze. This part sucks. Alright? So you gotta go find this item to give Cerberus and he'll leave. Right, you're bribing Cerberus. You're basically go, going to get him some sort of big doggy treat or something. Mm -hmm. And you go, and there's five rooms and five doors you can go, and they all have different things as usual. There's always going to be one that gives you 25 more health, the max health. There's always going to be one that gives you gold, and then it seems like the other ones are random based on different gods, boons, and stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. The item that uh, you're looking for is going to be behind one of those doors, the one you have to give Cerberus. So you could get lucky and go through one and find it at the end. Or you could get unlucky and have to go into all five of those rooms before you get the last item. Ugh. Now, Yikes. that wouldn't be that bad, but this level introduces poison. So you're fighting these plague rats, and they can poison you. And poison, like in any other game, fucking makes Hangs your health out. go down. Mm -hmm. In every single one of the rooms, though, there's a shrine that you can go drink from to cure poison. But it gets so crazy and so frenetic with all these rats and different really hard creatures coming at you that sometimes I'll be poisoned for like five seconds before I realize. And then you got to dash over and drink. Fight. Oh, I got poisoned again. I got to go back. And it is annoying <laughs> and then you know anywhere between one and five you'll get that item that you need you give that to Cerberus and he lets you out and then you come out to the surface and Hades is standing there and that's when you fight Hades and it sucks and he whips, whips ass. my ass every time this one time I didn't realize he has two health bars he's got a second phase JRPG style <laughs> oof Sounds Rough. like the last boss of Sekiro. Oh, he has three phases. No, thank you. Because I thought I beat him. I was like, oh, "We did it, boys. <laughs> Wrap it up." I finally got my daddy issues taken care of. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. <laughs> and then, nope. He was like, "Oh," and then his health bar fills all the way back up, and then he really comes after you. Really gets on your ass. It's rough, man. It's a good game, though. It is, it is an tough. Excellent game. It keeps you kind of going through, you know, like there's enough for you to work on with yeah. all these runs that you never feel like a run is kind of wasted. So even yeah. if you die like early or whatever, you're still coming away with with keys or right. darkness, which is a, your upgrade material or the gemstones. Jesse started playing it like last week or the week before, and I told her like, "Look, don't feel like you have to make it through the first level every time." Sometimes you just want to be able to go and upgrade your character slowly but surely, and you'll make it further and Absolutely. further. Yep. 
that's that's kind of and then like i said you will get to the point where you can sort of uh, if it goes anything like it has for me you'll get to the point where you can pretty consistently get to hades mm-hmm. beating hades is a different story right so kind of like how it is in slay the spire i can get to the heart a lot of times but beating the heart not pretty so tough. much yeah yeah so um the other, the last aspect I wanted to talk about is something that I think I've delved into a little more than you, and that is the relationship stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't okay. done any of that. So, oh, you, so we should talk about the relic system too. Uh, with with the the stuff you can take with you uh, on the trip on the runs. Yes, you, you get like this this object that you get from bribing the people you meet in the game. Yeah, all, the, so there's this conversation system. And when you go back to the home base or whatever, uh, you can talk to all the people around there. You can talk to Hades. You can talk to Achilles. You can talk to Medusa. There's tons of people you can talk to. A ton of them. And you talk to them, and then you get little bits of story. That's mainly how the story is laid out for you is in these conversations. All dialogue-based, yeah. yeah. And then as you're going through the levels, one of the rewards you can possibly get is like... It's nectar. Nectar, mm-hmm. a jar of nectar. And then you can go and in a conversation give somebody that nectar as a gift. You can also give any of the Olympian mm-hmm. gods that come to you for boons. You can give them a nectar. Uh, there's a ton of people. Yeah. And the first time you give any of those characters a nectar, they'll give you a gift, a relic, which is a permanent item that you can always have that you take in with you, and it gives you some kind of bonus. Some kind of buff, yeah. Like, there's one of them, there's, like, kind of a training dummy guy that you fight, and his is uh, called a hidden tooth or something like that. Funky tooth. Something. And that one gives you an extra time to die. Extra death to five. It is necessary it's pretty good yeah Yeah. and the and also they all have um three level upgrade levels yeah two or three i think there's level one then there's level two level three and you just upgrade them by completing rooms with with Mm -hmm. them equipped yeah so it'll say you know your your tooth is at level two right complete 50 more encounters encounters, is what they call it right to upgrade and it well when you upgrade that one it doesn't give you more death defied it, it gives just you gives more you health. more health when you do come back which is really nice mm-hmm. so that one was the first one that i leveled all the way up i'm sure it was yours yep but there's a ton of them and you can um the, like the one from cerberus actually that was the first one i got it's the yeah because i was like you... oh i can give him a treat <laughs> exactly i'm giving the doggy a first treat. one yep he, so he gives you one that gives you 25 extra health also right. handy also handy and um you can then use your gemstones later to build in the way station between levels an area where you can change out those those relics. Yep. So you can only carry one. Right. But you can trade it out between <laughs> levels. So you can you can grab that funky tooth like before Elysium, or mm-hmm. I would assume before level four. If Whatever. You to, yeah. Or and yeah, and you can use something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going there's, through. There's lots of them. There's yeah. a ton of these things that you can get. One of them like increases your backstab damage by a lot. One of them, uh, and then makes you powerful as long as you don't have any buffs to your equipment kind right. of deal. Like, that. and then your gods, at like so you give Athena one. Every time you give one of the Olympian gods that can give you a boon, their trinket 
is always increase the chance or it guarantees you get the next one is theirs right it it also increases the chance that it's going to be rare or better right which if you're looking for a specific build mm -hmm. i see that's what you do yep absolutely yeah i do that with athena to try to get her dash usually these days that's that's my starting strategy it's it's solid it's Mm -hmm. solid so that that's the trinket system and it's all based on this conversation system where you give people nectar yeah that's now, a pretty important aspect after you've given everybody that you can a nectar and you have a full set of um trinkets then what do you do with the nectar then you start increasing the the um relationship stuff so like if you go and look in each person's profile in the menu so like let's say you go look at skelly mm-hmm. He'll have these hearts above his name, and that's your connection with him. And every time you give him uh, an extra nectar, it'll fill in one of those hearts. And then eventually it gets to another currency where you can't give them nectar anymore. you got to give them ambrosia, which is rare. That's where there's like a dating sim part of this game, by the way. It's awesome. There's three people you can romance by giving them a bunch of nectar. (laughs) and then giving them a bunch of ambrosia. And then I guess you guys, fuck, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. It's hard to get all the ingredients I need. Who are the three? Is it Megara? It's Megara. Figured she would be one of them. It's Dusa. Dusa. And then I can't remember his name, but it's the guy that'll show you, show up and challenge you to a killing contest. Oh, I haven't, I haven't unlocked him yet. I guess there's another, there's a character you haven't seen yet, but yeah, well, it happens sometimes. It's Nyx's son. I wish I could remember his name. Okay. But you'll be hanging out, and this fucking edgelord with a scythe shows up, and he's like, I bet I can kill more than you. And then you're on, like, a killing contest. Like, all it spawns all these enemies, and you got to kill them real quick. And then he'll, like, he talks shit. I don't like this guy. I see why people maybe want to hate fuck him, though. <laughs> Because he's a dick. <laughs> so they're like, oh, hey, take this nectar, take this ambrosia. Yeah, the gods can be vengeful, too. There's a, there's one of the rooms where it's like a big risk, but you see two gods are on the door. And when you go in, you get a choice to pick a boon between the two of them. Right. And then when whichever one you pick, the other one gets pissed off at you and then tries to kill you through, you know, like oh. a bunch of enemies in the room. And if you survive this brutal assault, this is tough. This is some tough stuff. You get another boon from them, yes, which is pretty sweet. So it's yeah. like a big risk reward thing. But that's a that's another. Cool that's kind thing. of the name of the Hades game mm-hmm. is risk reward. Absolutely. You want to know something else is fucked up? I gave Aphrodite a ton of nectar because I I didn't realize there was only three options. There's the guy, Dusa, and Megara, <laughs> and I was like. Dang. When Aphrodite came up, I said, dang, Steve. I said, dang. Haas shot shot a shot with the god. Yeah, and I was giving her nectar, and I got up to a certain point, and she's like, look, (laughs) you know I'm married, right? She said that to me, and I was like, no, I was not aware. (laughs) Something that could have been brought to my attention. Can I get some of them nectars back? I got any more of them nectars? (laughs) And so, like, yeah. And I had to look it up to see which one, like how you had to do it and stuff. But yeah, I, I'm sure there is a benefit to getting everybody's relationship meter maxed out. But to take them to, to fucking the bone zone, <laughs> there's three options. So keep that in mind. Megara, nice. Dusa, weird. Yeah, <laughs> just ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Mer- I don't I know about that one. Other guy, but I'm definitely leaning Meg. They have good chemistry. I think they used to date. I think they established that. Oh, there's a fishing mini game. Have you fished? I have not fished. So no. one of the things that you can buy from the guy that changes your decorations and shit is a fishing rod. Mm-hmm. And so you'll be going right, and in some of the levels there'll be water right, and you'll see a little shiny spot, and you go up and cast. And you got to wait for the bobber to go underwater, and you can. It's super simple, <clears throat> but there's an achievement for catching a fish on every level. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I've tried. I haven't gotten that yet. Nice. But there's like a simple fucking fishing mini game in it, and I love a fishing mini game. Yeah, I know. Fished all the time in Yakuza. Yakuza. Ooh. I love a fishing mini game. You know, I've started to feel the tug in the back of my mind for, for a Yakuza, Yakuza game. Time for me to, to go Kiwami 2. We should play it at the same time so we can do an episode about it. We should. We need to talk about... So we talked about Zero. We need to talk about Kiwami. Yeah. Maybe we could do Kiwami 1 and 2 in the same episode. Maybe. That might be good. Yeah. Because I imagine it'll be pretty similar. Mm-mm. Oh, actually, no. The Kiwami 2 is where it engine. changes the That's engine. Right. Yeah. That's right. So, I think that wraps up our feelings on Yeah, man, Hades is really good. Okay, look, if you haven't played Hades, take it from someone who is not the biggest roguelike fan. Yeah, this was your first one to kind of really dive into. I played a good bit of Returnal, Mm -hmm. but this was one I really jumped into. Right. Not something I'm normally drawn to. Hades is the best one I've ever played. It's got a ton of style. One of the most stylish, cool-looking games. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you have no excuse. It's on PC. It's on Switch. It's on Xbox. It's on PlayStation. If you have Xbox Game Pass, it's free. Free yeah, ninety nine. It's not uh, an expensive title either. I think at full price either. It's no. worth, it's worth the money. It is. It's a phenomenal game. Go watch the documentary about it and see like the heart and love and like they've got a really cool small staff. It's really impressive. I really like that documentary. Yeah, and if you like this, some other really good ones are um, The Binding of Isaac, mm-hmm. um, Enter the Gungeon is one um, that's very hard. Slade Spire is a roguelike, but the one, one that might have the most in common with this one is Dead Cells. I feel like that's a little okay. more Castlevania roguelike. I thought that game looked so cool, I just never picked it up. Yeah, that may be one I give a try sometime. I think you having your Hades experience would help cool. you know, kind of pull you in. So guys, this is what we need you to do. Follow Steve on Twitter at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. And Fo- at High Potion Pod. Well, follow the podcast oh. at High Potion Pod. That's the high, That's the podcast account. That's right. That's what that is. Um, hey, we're going to be doing, uh, in the next batch of episodes, we're going to be doing another audience-guided feedback episode. We've got some good stuff in. Awesome. So, so But if you guys want to get it in, before the next couple of weeks when we record the next couple of them high potion podcast at gmail.com and leave us a five star iTunes review look forward uh, to it I will see you guys later take care guys bye bye